Shalom mishpocha. Shalom family. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word, means family. We're the mishpocha, the family with a Jewish heart, made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people with the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile. It's finally come down to form one new man. Getting ready, mishpocha, to blow the grandest shofar or the grandest trumpet in Zion. We want everyone everywhere to hear the good news. We want everyone everywhere to be red hot for the Messiah. Well, my guest this week happens to be uh, my producer for its supernatural messianic vision, Janie Duvall. And I was thinking back, Janie, going back, uh, I'm not sure how many years. Ooh, watch it, watch it. <laughs> no, how, how, how many years did you wander into my office? And that's what you did. You wandered into my office. I wandered in in 1988, a few weeks after my honeymoon. I I remember that well, and you applied for work, and uh, why why did you apply for work? I didn't have an advertisement running. Well, uh, I worked at the Seven Hundred Club, but you were like you and my for my father and myself. You were like the, our favorite guy on radio in the late seventies. <coughs> I'm I'm saying the years. Okay, late seventies. We listened to you all the time. So I was living in Virginia Beach, worked for the 700 Club, got married to my husband, moved to Gaithersburg, Maryland, and found out your ministry was in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And I'm like, I can't believe it. My favorite guy on the radio. And and so I immediately hired her. I liked and I still like her vivaciousness, her excitement over things of the Lord. And uh, Janie, uh, like myself, is also a Jewish believer in the Messiah. And uh, in those early years, uh, actually even before you started, Janie, I started just doing Jewish testimonies on the radio uh, because that's my passion, to reach Jewish people with the gospel. But to be candid with you, I got a little bored, and I started shifting to other things of the Spirit. But uh, for some reason, the Holy Spirit reminded me as we started this broadcast Uh, As a new Jewish believer in the Messiah, uh, I had the high privilege of getting to know Catherine Coleman. I was actually on two of her television shows. I went to her healing miracle meetings uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I just thought that was normal because my only way of knowing what normal was was the Bible. I mean, coming from zero background, Orthodox Jewish background, and I look at the Bible, and, oh, Jesus said, you'll do the same things he he did. Uh, Jesus said, those who believe will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Uh, Jesus says um, that um, you will do the same works I have done, and even greater. So when I saw Catherine Coleman, I said, well, she's really a character, personality-wise. Uh, I think I wasn't as kind as I am now uh, that many years ago. Um, and I said, but she's just doing what's normal. So what I did, Janie, is I, I was part of a, uh, one of the first Messianic Jewish congregations in, uh, uh, in, in America. Uh, and uh, we had a healing service. And I laid hands on people. And I prayed. Well, first thing I noticed is no one fell when I prayed for them like they did in her meetings. 
but the next thing I noticed was even worse. No one got healed. I went through hundreds of people, Janie. It's, but you never gave up. I, no, but I went through not just hundreds of people, thousands <laughs> of people. And the best that happened was horrible. Someone uh -oh. died. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that was that, that could was really the, build your faith. That, that was the only thing that happened, uh, and I don't know why. I I don't know, Janie, why? Except it had to be God. I didn't give up. You know, you know what? That's the thing. When we were listening to you in the late seventies, and then listening to you in the eighties on the radio, we this is what we heard. We heard. This, this man is so hungry for more of God. He just wants everything about Jesus. So it's like we were going on that journey with you. That was the reason why we were listening to you, because whatever you were discovering, we wanted to learn what you were discovering. But what I, and I think uh, the listeners may find this interesting, all of a sudden, almost out of the blue, well, and let me tell you how bad it got. Not only did someone die, it got worse than that. What could be the, worse? Uh, well, the elders of my congregation, which I was involved in starting, uh, called me up for heresy because I got involved in the teaching of Word of Faith back then with Kenneth Hagin. And they had someone, one of the elders, filed charges against me. You know, that sounds familiar. Uh, that happened to my father and I. <laughs> and it, uh, but then, all of a sudden, it was like God said, Okay, you passed the test. And I started hearing what are known as words of knowledge. The only problem is I didn't know what a word of knowledge was. Uh, and so I would hear a word. Let me give you an example. I, I would be speaking, and I'd hear the word back. And I'd think, well, that's interesting. So what did I do? I ignored it. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving a message, and I hear the word back. And I'm thinking... <laughs> What in the world am I hearing such a ridiculous word <laughs> back for? And then finally I took a bold step of faith and I said, is there anyone, I did, you know, and I'll, I, 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 I didn't know that was God speaking. And when God speaks, I don't have to phrase it, is there anyone? <laughs> right, uh, right. But I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So I said, is there anyone that has a back problem? And people came up. And you know what? When I had that word, Janie, Every single person uh, at some services, not all, but every single person would get healed. And I remember one church in particular where everyone that came forward was healed. And I met the pastor a year later. He said, Sid, I did a little detective work, which I think you might be interested in. One year after everyone had been healed, I walked up to them and I said, did the pain ever return? And they, every one of them said no. Boy, that had to make your faith increase like forget uh, Amazing. So then I found out that I didn't have to ask people to come forward to lay hands on them. That I could just say the condition with my mouth the minute I heard it. And, uh, but, there, but here's where I missed it. People got healed, but more would have been healed if I had them come forward. Why? Because there is an action behind their faith. 
that's why, as you remember, uh, we recently had a meeting uh, at our, our new facility. We did a television show, uh, and I had some wonderful men of God ministering with words of knowledge. And this is what I said to the audience. I want, but there was no room for everyone to come forward. We had more audience than uh, than places for them. Uh, but I, I said, everyone that you have heard a word describing yourself, stand up and jump. Were they healed because they jumped? Were they healed because they stood up? Absolutely not. They were healed because the Bible says faith without a corresponding action is dead. And so that's, but so I had fewer healings because I didn't ask them to come up. But then I learned, do something. And you know what? When I say this to someone, Janie, I get so frustrated. They won't do it. They smile. They laugh. And they look around at everyone else, and they could become an audience again rather than a, uh, uh, a participant. They want to be spectators. In America, we have been taught to be spectators. I totally understand. But there's power in the spoken word, and there is a power in believing and doing an action. But put the two together, mm. and that's what the Messiah was talking about. Speaking of putting the two together, uh, we, many years ago, we did a CD, and Janie is an accomplished musician. But just as I've grown over the years, Janie has grown over the years. And not only has she grown over the years, her equipment has gotten better. With equipment in general has gotten better uh, as far as, what do you call that, a synthesizer? Well, I mean, there's all these different um, softwares where you it can sound just like a symphony, so it sounds closer to, like, the real instruments. Okay, I found out, Janie, that if people will proclaim God's promises with their own mouth. They will hear it. Faith comes from hearing. And then when they hear it, they will believe it. So we put together two CDs. One is for just plain soaking in the presence of God, just anointed music. The other one, I proclaim God's promises and give you time after to proclaim God's promises yourself. You can do this anywhere. You should be doing this every day. Uh, we broke this into segments, uh, and let's go to the selection called Believe With All Your Heart. Boy, is that important. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. If you are not currently sick, this teaching will build a hedge of supernatural protection around you. If you are sick, listen to this CD many times before you pray the prayer of faith. Many pray before their faith is strong. This is why Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.13, I believed, therefore I spoke. In other words, do not pray until you believe with all of your heart. Joshua tells us how to believe with all of our heart. Joshua 1.8 promises us God's blessing for meditating on, or, in other words, saying God's word out loud, often. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. 
Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Proverbs 4, 20-22 In addition to meditating on God's Word, we should live a life of worship. A life of worship is living in instant repentance and instant obedience to God's Word. Being conscious of God 24-7, not just a few hours once a week. Worship is your oxygen from heaven. Okay, that was Healing Rivers. I can't wait for you to get this. There are people, I've talked to staff people that listen to this every single day. The two CDs, Healing Rivers, with me proclaiming God's Word and you being able to proclaim it yourself, and the CD for soaking, available for a gift of $25. Call or write today. It's called Healing Rivers. Call our order-only line. 1-800-447-2697. one 2697 My guest in the studio is my producer of many years, Janie Duvall, and we put together, we co-partnered with the Holy Spirit, uh, a CD, it's actually two CDs called Healing Rivers, which will allow you to accomplish exactly what Joshua accomplished in his life, but we're at a higher level, so even more than what Joshua accomplished. Uh, we call it Healing Rivers. Now, Janie, uh, we're going to play a segment called your blessing. And each segment, uh, we've given a title. Uh, Why did you call this your blessing? You know, I had the privilege of listening. You were proclaiming the word speaking when I was listening to this and thinking, oh, what kind of music can we compose for this? And I say we because the Lord would download music. I I hear music all the time. The moment I'm quiet, I hear all different themes all the time. But I would hear specific themes when I was listening to you. And uh, you were talking about the blessing in Deuteronomy and that we're redeemed from the curse of the law. And you were s- proclaiming all these blessings that we have. And that was why that we, call- we called it that. But when I was listening to it, I mean, I just saw p- the promises of God coming to pass in people's lives. I saw every circumstance change. And, you know, when, when we put this together, the, the scripture that I got, because it's Healing Rivers, and it's soaking, it's soaking music, and it's hearing God's word, and, and different uh, healing that God has shown you, different keys to healing that God has shown Sid over the years. In John fifteen seven, it says, if you remain in me, well, soaking in God's presence, and what do I say by soaking? It's really waiting on the Lord, and so you're listening to this music. I like to get on the floor and just totally think of who he is, because he's great, and then you're not thinking of your circumstances. And by the way, that is so key. What do most people, Janie, do when they're praying to God? Uh, Let's suppose someone had a, um, uh, as happened to me recently, uh, I was in a three-car collision. I was was minding my own business. (laughs) I'm stopped at a red light, and two cars plow in behind me. I'm Scary. shocked <laughs> that this is going on. Okay, so and, what's your reaction? And, 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 and I, I have to, what my reaction first was, 
how could this happen to me? <laughs> you know, my next reaction was, uh, I am going to redeem this. So I go to the car that hits me from behind, uh, the first car, and I find out he's an unsaved Jewish man from New York. <laughs> and, <laughs> what are the chances of that? And, right. Uh, and, and so I... Uh, I witnessed to him. He, it was Passover time when that happened, and he, he invited me to his Passover Seder. The only problem was it was in New York, and I was in North Carolina. Uh, but, uh, but then I developed a back problem. Uh, and, you know, I hadn't had back problems before. And therefore, to be totally transparent, I didn't have that much empathy for people with back problems. I, you know, I, I never had one uh, that I can remember. Uh, and, and so when I had one, I began to see this is not a good thing. This is an awful thing to live with. And I started to develop compassion for people with, because you see, from the early days, I think there must be an angel that's with me and and his name is Neck and Back because <laughs> he just would keep whispering that to me. But guess what? You know what's happening right now? Backs and necks are being healed right now. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I absolutely know that. That angel must be here. Uh, uh, but uh, But the wonderful thing is that this was a sign that allowed me to reach large numbers of unsaved, in particular Jewish people, because even unsaved are and, – and by the way – uh, that was a word from God that Janie just gave you. That was a word from God. So if you've been listening all this week, you know you have to do something. If you're not driving your car, and please don't do this. If you're driving your car, jump up and down or wait and, or pull off to the side of the road. Get out of the car and jump up and down, and you're going to jump for joy into your healing. Uh, and uh, Janie... We're, we're going to play a selection from uh, your blessing. What's going to happen to people? Uh, they're going to see from God's perspective. They are going to soak in his presence, hear God's word, proclaim God's word, and all of their circumstances will change because they won't be living. They'll be living from the throne room. Repeat after me, Psalm 103, verse 2 and 3. Let's begin. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all your benefits. You forgive all my iniquities. You heal all my diseases. Lord, thank you that you have forgiven all my sins and healed all my diseases. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 59 through 61, God tells us that the curse of sickness and disease comes as a result of disobedience to his law. And Leviticus 17 tells us that forgiveness can only be found in the blood of an unblemished innocent animal sacrificed in the temple. But this was only a shadow of the reality of Messiah because Galatians 3.13 tells us and please repeat. 
Messiah has redeemed me from the curse of the law, having become a curse for me. The Hebrew for Isaiah 53 verse 4 says, and repeat, Surely he has borne my sicknesses and carried my pains. And 1 Peter 2.24, please repeat, by whose stripes I was healed. You get that? That's the past tense. You hear that, devil? I was healed. Say that after me. You hear that, devil? I was healed. Repeat after me. I am no longer under the curse of sickness and disease because Jesus took them all upon himself. And by his wounds, I have been healed. I've been healed, praise God, I've been healed. Healing belongs to me because if a crumb from the master's table can heal a widow's daughter in Matthew 15, verse 21 through 28, and she was not even a member of the faith race, how much more could the entire loaf promised his children heal me? God is my father. Jesus said in John chapter 1, verse 12, and please repeat, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. If one crumb, or in other words, one promise could heal, how much more the entire loaf, or all the promises from God's word. Repeat after me. I believe in the death and resurrection of Jesus and in the power of his blood to forgive all my sins. I believe every sickness and every pain must bow to the name of Jesus. I am a child of God and healing is part of my birthright. Now let's worship God together. so excited. I have Janie Duvall in the studio with me, my producer of many, many years. Uh, and Janie and I have been used by the Holy Spirit to create a tool that's going to revolutionize your life. It's called Healing Rivers. It's two CDs. One CD is pure soaking music. Uh, what is soaking music, Janie? 
soaking is waiting on the Lord. And when you're soaking, soaking music is where you're just allowing God to change you and and you're worshiping, but you're not speaking. You're not really, you're not singing. You're just in his presence, allowing, no, your eyes are open. It's opening up your five spiritual senses to hear him, to see him, to have his presence in you. And then you're, then the circumstances of this life are not holding you down. You're just, you're just sharing your love to him and his love downloaded to you. Now, when you do this, do you normally kind of not think about anything and and just uh, blank out (laughs) and hoping that God will speak to you? Or how do you handle it? No, that's so funny. It's like, okay, I'm not going to think of my problems. I'm not going to think of pink elephants. But then you end up thinking of it. But then it's basically... Okay, I'm going to think about you, though. Well, I would think of a blue elephant, but I'm teasing. Go ahead. (laughs) It's thinking about who he is. He is El Shaddai. He's the God of more than enough. Thinking about the attributes of God, thinking how much you love him and how much he loves you. And then then he there's a peace that comes on you and you're just being marinated in his presence. You know, many years ago, someone used that word and it's a great word. How would you like to be marinated in the Spirit of God? And wherever that Spirit goes, there's life, there's healing, there's intimacy with God. It's more of God and less of you. I think that's what happens when we soak, Janie. You know, that's exa- you're, you're right. And it, it reminds me of uh, John fifteen seven. It says, if you remain in me... And I think soaking is a great way just to remain in his presence and my words remain in you, which that's what we did on Healing Rivers because you're proclaiming God's word. So it's two things are happening with Healing Rivers. We're remaining in him, soaking, and God's word remains in you. And that's, what, that's what's happening while they hear you speaking the word. It says, ask whatever you wish. And it will be done for you. But then this is what's really neat. It says, this is my father's glory that you bear much fruit. What is he saying? The bearing much fruit is when his promises come to pass in your life. Well, I have to tell you, as important as it is to soak and as important as it is to hear God's word, there's something that brings the two together. Do you know if you tell a lie long enough, you'll cross a line. I don't understand why the mind works this way, but you will cross a line at a certain point where you will believe that lie, even though originally you knew it was stretching the truth, or originally you knew it was a lie. If you will tell a lie long enough, you will believe it. That's the way we humans are created. And, and so you'll argue with someone, no, that it's true. But at one time you knew it wasn't true. But something happens in the brain connection uh, that causes you to believe with all of your heart. Now, if you believe a lie with all of your heart by saying that lie over and over, month after month, mm-hmm. year after year, what would happen if the words that created everything that you see with your eyes, you say with your own mouth. It's not that I say it. You repeat what I say after I say it, and you hear yourself saying the absolute truth 
you will begin to believe this with all of your heart. And then you'll be changed. And then the promises will be manifest in your life. Now, uh, there's another uh, segment we want to play from the two CDs we put together called Healing Rivers. It's called The Water is Stirred. Uh, Where's that come from, Janie? Uh, The Pool of Bethesda, and you were talking about that. And if you jump into that river, you jump into the rivers being stirred, you'll have every promise come to pass. Well, that's our prayer for you right now. Let's go to an excerpt. Your faith has healed you. Please repeat John chapter 14, verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to my Father. Please repeat Matthew 15, verse 30 and 31. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them those who were lame, blind, mute, and maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Hebrews 13.8 says, and please repeat, Jesus the Messiah is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Acts 10.38 says, please repeat, God anointed me with the Holy Spirit and with power. And I go about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil. Now I'm ready to pray for you. In Jesus' name, I command the spirit of infirmity the spirit of sickness to leave you right now. In Jesus' name, you are healed. In Jesus' name, all pain is being removed from your back, your neck. There's no pain. There's no pain in your hips anymore. There's no pain in your knees. There's no pain in your ankle in your feet, in your toes. There's no migraine headaches anymore. There's no pain in any part of your body. You see perfectly well. You hear perfect. I command the spirit of deafness to leave in Jesus' name. You breathe clearly. There's nothing impeding your breathing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that your blood pressure is healed. It's normal in Jesus' name. Diabetes, I bind you in Jesus' name. I command you to leave right now. 
Hearts, I command you to be normal. Blood vessels, open. Circulatory system, work perfectly. Kidneys, be whole in Jesus' name. Liver, function properly in Jesus' name. Skin, be as clear as a baby's in Jesus' name. Brain, I command you to function the way God created you to function. Now, in Jesus' name, I command all mental illness to be gone. In Jesus' name, I command every spirit of mental illness to be gone. Depression, I bind you in Jesus' name. I command you to get off of God's people right now. Get off. I bind the spirit of cancer in Jesus' name. I bind the spirit of death in Jesus' name. I command death and cancer to leave now in Jesus' name. And I pray that every condition, lungs, lungs be clear in Jesus' name. And I pray that every condition, whether I mentioned it or not, that you are healed because by his stripes you were healed in Jesus' name. Now thank God for what he did even before you see it. This is Sid Roth praying that you may prosper in all things and be in health because the healing rivers are always flowing. Let's worship God together. I can just picture you every day taking your medicine because God's Word is medicine. And guess what? It doesn't cost you anything. There's no side effects. It's the best medicine in the world. And you will cross a point where you will believe with all of your heart. And not only will you walk in supernatural divine health, you're going to have the faith to pray for others. And that's our real purpose. So call her right today for these two amazing anointing CDs, Healing Rivers, for a gift of $25. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697. Janie hears music from God and has uh, a synthesizer, and she can put together, uh, it almost, it's a full orchestra, and she has that gifting, uh, and what an anointing on the music. And then I speak God's word, uh, his promises, and then, this is what makes it so unique, I allow time for you to speak God's word and hear yourself speak God's word right after me so you don't even have to have it memorized. It's going to make it so easy for you. Uh, 
And uh, it's, also, it's also filled with keys that you had learned about healing throughout the years. So that's what's really interesting about it. It's, there's scripture and then people speaking scripture and then all of a sudden these keys. But in all the years and all of the interviews that you have done, what is the biggest key you have found for healing? It's a no contest, Janie. It is so further above everything that I've ever heard. Um, but I have to tell you about a man of God that I didn't realize. You know, many, when I was a new believer, I met people that only God could have them cross my path, that even prayed for me. And I didn't know what generals they were. For instance, have you ever heard of Derek Prince? Of course. Wow. Well, Derek Prince had a secret, but I didn't know it. What was he his was secret? The one, he's the one I looked at, but I didn't know his secret. His secret was his wife. He married a woman that was an intercessor that prayed him into everything that he did. And I didn't know this. And, and she was about, I'm going to guess, 30 years older than him. I thought it was his mother. Because remember, I met them as young, as I was a very young new believer in the Messiah. And this little old woman walks up to me and says, can I pray for you? And I'm thinking to myself, very arrogant in those days, Jamie. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, <laughs> you can pray for me. This general, she was a general. She lays hands on me. Another person that, that most people even today have never heard of, his name is James Dunn. James Dunn had a ministry like Branham. I mean, he knew things about people. He knew what was wrong with them, then prayed for them, and they got healed. Again, Another general, I didn't realize, and he prophesied over me, and this was his prophecy, and this was before I had, was in media or anything, and the prophecy was, you will reach millions of people through media, not in the sense of preaching or teaching. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? That is very amazing. I mean, <laughs> God knew before I had a clue. <sighs> I mean, I wanted to, as you, you know my story, I never wanted to be behind a microphone. I think God looks for people like that. <laughs> I, 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 I remember thinking when I did my, my first radio, I won't know what to say. There's just going to be plain silence. <laughs> and this man was asked a question, and I, I read this actually on the Internet, because I didn't even realize who he was till I looked him up on the Internet. Wow. And the question was, how did you get such a great miracle ministry? And this is what he said. I prayed for signs and wonders, and I heard God's voice. And this is what God said. You're praying the wrong prayer. Don't pray for signs and wonders. Pray to be more like me. In other words, pray to be more like Jesus. What is the best? All right, so that's the clue, Jamie. So that's the clue what, to the key. The key is the to key. be more like Jesus, not to have signs and wonders, not to have a great ministry, not to have gifts. So you want to find out how Jesus is? Read the truth book, the Bible. <laughs> that's how you're going to find out who Jesus is. And so if you'll read the truth book, you'll find out two traits he had great compassion for those that were hurting, those that were suffering. They were like sheep without a shepherd. The second trait is he was a living example of the 
biblical definition of love. And the biblical definition of love, and it's different than the human definition of love. The human definition of love is, I will love you if you love me. Right, what can or I get? Or if you have a child, uh, a mother will love their child no matter what they do. They may not be too happy with the child, <laughs> but they'll love the child no matter what they do. Uh, or a, a love of a husband and a wife. Um, but God's love is so much higher than that. And we limit God by thinking in terms of our love rather than thinking in terms of God's love. And I call it the royal law of love, and it comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. But then the next chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, the first verse explains what happens if you operate in this love, how important it is, what your goal in life should be. Would you like a goal that God's going to give you right now? Let me give you your goal eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love. Make it your aim, your great, and and there's an emphasis there, your great quest. Make this kind of love your great quest. Let me read this to you. And by the way, you want more faith? The Bible says faith operates not by love, but by this kind of love. Mm. It's a love that comes from God. You can't do this by yourself. You can try, but you cannot do this by yourself. Love is patient and kind. (laughs) You can be patient, but can you be kind? (laughs) Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. That's what happened, Janie, if you remember when I was praying for the sick. You never gave up. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. And then this is the, this is it. Love. It's not love. It's God's love in you is what it is. God's supernatural love never fails. But you know what? People are going to say, well, that's really nice, but how do I get that love? And to me, for me, when, okay, somebody's really mean to me and I'm like, ah, but I've got to be filled with that love. Well, the only way to be filled with that love is speak his word, be in his presence, soak in his presence. And that's what healing rivers will do. When you're soaking in his presence, all of a sudden the crust comes off and you're not angry at that person anymore. You actually can love through his love flowing through you, but then you're changed. And that's how the promises of God manifest in your life. Well, love is a commandment. This kind of love is actually a commandment. In John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35, Jesus said, this is my commandment that you love one another. Uh, And it's really, you know, we talk about, the rabbis talk about the hundreds of commandments in the Old Testament. Moses talked about 10 commandments that God gave. Jesus gave us one commandment. This is my commandment that you love one another, even as I have loved you. Let's go to this segment that's called No Greater Love. When you walk in love, you walk in God. 
This is how to walk in the God kind of love that God says will never fail. Please repeat 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. I am patient and kind. I do not envy. I do not parade myself. I am not puffed up. I do not behave rudely. I do not seek my own. I am not provoked. I think no evil. I do not rejoice in inequity. I rejoice in the truth. I bear all things. I believe all things. I hope all things. I endure all things. I do not fail. Because love never fails. And Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24 tells us the law of faith. Please repeat. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Repeat after me. If I'm walking in the God kind of love and say out loud, Sickness be gone in Jesus' name. And do not doubt in my heart that it is God's desire and will to heal me. But believe that what I say has already happened, even before I see it with my eyes. It will be done for me. Whatever I ask for in prayer, I believe that I have received it, and then it will be mine. Well, I'm here with my special guest, Janie Duvall, producer of Messianic Vision, It's Supernatural. And uh, Janie and I have birthed something from heaven. It's two CDs. We call it Healing Rivers. The first CD is just pure music, fully orchestrated for you to soak or marinate in God's presence. The second CD, I proclaim and teach, I might add, the best nuggets I've heard over the years about healing, but the proclamation of the word in reference to healing, so you will be able to believe God with all of your heart. Then, the thing that makes this interactive different than any other CD is you will then, and I give you time to do this, after I make a proclamation, I have you repeat it in your own words so that you're going to believe it with all of your heart. You know, Janie, people say, Sid, why are you so interested in signs and wonders? And what does signs, you know, but that's the thing. We've all, everyone who listens to you is excited about those signs and wonders. But what is the thing? What but is see, the reason? there's a reason. 
If you take where does the, it lead to? If you take the ministry of Jesus, he was a rabbi. He was he was probably not probably uh, uh, people would say, oh, we've never heard such teaching like this. He's not teaching like the other rabbis of what's been done in the past. He's teaching revelation from God, and people flock to him. But I maintain that the multitudes that flocked to him would have never flocked to him if there were not signs and wonders. The signs and wonders were like God's dinner bell. Dinner is ready. The dinner was not the signs and wonders. That was the bell. The dinner was the teaching that Jesus gave. But in order for him to teach with people with an open mind willing to receive, he had to ring the bell, the dinner bell. And that's signs and wonders. And what I found was that if I can reach Jewish people, I can reach the world. Why do I say that? John chapter 17, verse 21 says, I pray that they, who's they? There were only two people groups at that time. As a matter of fact, a little earlier in John, he says, there is another fold of sheep I want to get. He's talking to the Jewish fold. Who was the other fold? The Gentiles. It wasn't Baptists and Catholics and Methodists and Charismatics. Do you know why? They didn't exist at that time. There were only two people groups, Jews and Gentiles. So Jesus said in John 17, 21, I pray that they, Jews and Gentiles, might be one so the world will believe. That's what's at stake. So how do you reach Jews and Gentiles? By going to the Jew first, you'll reach more Gentiles than by going to the Gentile first. Why? When God wanted to reach the world, he went to the first Jew, Abraham. Now, God loved the world, but he went to the Jew first. When Jesus wanted to reach the world, because Jesus did want to reach the world, he said, I go only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, not as an end in itself, but as a supernatural catalyst to reach the world. When Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, wanted to reach the Gentiles, this is what he said in Romans 1.16. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first. So I found that if I will go to the Jew first with signs and wonders, I will be able to command their attention. And when I command their attention, I can pro proclaim the gospel. Janie, you could parachute me anywhere in the world and with a large Jewish population, and I could run advertisements. Sid Roth, Israeli-American, uh, is coming to your city one night only. He has studied, and I purposely use this word so don't get offended Stop. because I don't want Christians. I want non-believers at these meetings. He has studied the paranormal for over 40 years. And uh, as he lectures in these areas, many people are physically healed. We had 450 predominantly unsaved Jewish people show up at a meeting in Boca Raton, Florida. This is, it could be anywhere. Right, because the Jewish people, it re they require a sign, and they are looking for the supernatural. But here is what happened, Janie. If I had not advertised signs and wonders, 
no Jews would have shown right, up. Right, if you just said apologetics, we're just going to prove to you that Jesus is the Messiah. Right. However, because of the signs and wonders, we could have had more than 450 people. Uh, we ran out of space. <laughs> and the majority of the, and the majority of the Jewish people, well, in fact, I'm pretty sure almost all outside of maybe one or two, stayed for a two-hour meeting in which I proclaimed the gospel supernaturally because they demonstrated miracles at the beginning of the service. I had words of knowledge about pain in their bodies. 30 people stood up and I was instantly healed in the meeting. And they listened to me share about Jesus for two hours and the majority stood up and received the Lord. But when I do meetings to reach Jewish people, it's a catalyst. I, I went to Kaifeng, China, the home of Chinese Jews. And I don't have the time to tell this story, but we reached more Gentiles than Jews. But we did reach Jews mm -hmm. who then immigrated to Israel. And by the way, this is an amazing uh, uh, scripture, Isaiah 49, 12, 12 says, a sign of the last days is the Jews from Sinom, which is Hebrew for China, will return to Israel. And Jews got saved at my meetings in Kaifeng, China, and I heard later immigrated to Israel. That's so amazing. I mean, who would even know that there was Chinese Jewish people? Janie, when God was giving you the music, Healing Rivers, tell me what was going on inside of you. Uh, what was going on with the presence of God in you when you were being downloaded this music? I, I could feel, I could actually, I heard angels. Then as I'm hearing the music, I wrote down just one line of music. I recorded it, just piano. But then all of a sudden around me, I started hearing other instruments. I don't mean in my head, with my physical ears, I heard instruments that weren't there. And I was, why is this going on? Then I actually saw a vision of Jesus conducting a symphony. And But we, I saw as people were soaking to the music, listening to the Word of God, being in the throne room of God, and he is, he is the conductor of the symphony. So all of a sudden, we become part of that symphony, and that's why all the changes in the healing happen. Well, this is brand new, so we don't have feedback yet, but I can tell you as a fact, the anointing is so strong on the music. And on the words, I had just returned from being uh, at uh, Pastor Mel Donato's church in Miami where they have so many miracles. I mean, the young teens were getting up and testifying. They're going into the malls and they're seeing every miracle. You can imagine they were so excited. And I got into the studio, Janie, and I w the anointing was just, it just poured out of me. We it's heard not it. Me. <laughs> and... Uh, Tell me just real briefly about the segment we're going to play now, Touches Him. Well, Healing Rivers is, it's being in, in that symphony, and it's like movie-type soaking music. So Touches Him, you start telling the story of the woman with the issue of the blood, uh, and that's how it starts. So, uh, But it's like movie music. You become part of that movie going through the process of getting healed, and so uh, you're going to touch his him, and that's when things will change. A woman who had been bleeding for 12 years and had spent all her money on doctors in an unsuccessful attempt to get well, she heard Jesus was in her neighborhood. And in Mark 5, verse 27 to 29, and verse 34, 
and please repeat, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. But some may say, I have no faith or I have little faith. God has a solution for you. From his word in Romans 10, 17, it tells us, and please repeat, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. As you hear and rehear the words of Messiah, especially as you hear yourself speak Messiah's words, your faith will make you well. You might believe there is healing in the atonement, but may still question whether it's God's will to heal you. Yes, it is God's will to heal you. The fountain of healing was opened 2,000 years ago. Romans 10:13 says, and please repeat, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Greek word for saved is sozo, which means healed and delivered. So please repeat, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, healed, and delivered. Acts 10.34 says, and please repeat, God shows no partiality. If he will do it for one, he will do it for all. And 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 tells us, and please repeat, all the promises of God in him are yes and in him Amen. So be it. Repeat after me. I'm a whosoever. Therefore, God's promise for healing is yes and amen. Because he does not show favoritism. Now remember to call as soon as possible for the two CDs Healing Rivers, available for a gift of $25. This is total, interactive mentoring at its finest. Let's go to our excerpt from the two CDs, Healing Rivers. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.com. Org. That's www.sidroth.org. To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime. 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. 
For a CD of this week's broadcast, send a donation to Sid Roth. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.